Grayson, Jesse, Joseph, uh, thanks for coming by. Let's let's uh, hang out, go to this canteen. Yeah, let's hang out at the canteen. What what is that? What are those things that they eat anyway? I don't even know what they are. They look like big mush marshmallows or something. Dango, dango. the bunny dango. Yeah, dango, dango. Yeah. But what is it? Is it it's like a meat? vegetable? I looked I it up. It's um, it's it's like rice flour, like boiled or steamed, with like mm. different flavors put into it. It's like a whole uh, like thing that they do there in in Japan. Oh. Uh, apparently, it's very popular. It's like street food. Let's go sit down and uh, order something then. Hey, Palico, how's it going? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Palico. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Palico. Please make us something. <laughs> Please. They're, they're like slaves working there. <laughs> poor, they're adorable. poor things. They are, but like I just feel guilty. I feel like they're just worked to the bone every day. The two of them just banging the drum. <laughs> and they go faster and faster and faster. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Hello and welcome everyone to Active Quest, live from the canteen in the Monster Hunter Rise. How is everyone doing? Um, I am joined by Grayson Morales. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Jesse Vitelli. Hello, what's going on everybody? Also, thank you for having me. Love being on here. And Joseph Yaden. Hello, hello, hello. Chris, why don't you introduce yourself? for a change yes yes i'll introduce <laughs> myself as well it's kind of strange being the host um but uh i know joseph had a hunt recently and uh he's had some trouble oh so. yeah that they, that uh, magna malo man oh man he set kicked your on, ass right oh man he does he set people on fire i don't know what he does but yeah. i feel like i've been set on fire my arm from multiple the- times <laughs> multiple times <laughs> got revived it's a whole thing it's a whole thing but uh Grayson, um, introduce yourself to anyone who hasn't listened to your um, guesting on the podcast before. Uh, yeah, my name is Grayson. I am currently uh, the guides editor over at GameRant.com. So I write a lot of strategy guides. Uh, previously, I uh, was the features editor over at Twinfinite. Um, yeah, I, I like uh, Nintendo games. I like JRPGs. I, I love Capcom, Square Enix. I'm just a big weeb basically um yeah. That, yeah and i'm a big monster hunter fan nice, mm-hmm. nice and jesse nice. how about you hi i'm jesse um that's all you need to know no i'm just kidding um <laughs> i'm an editor over at prima games previously also of twinfinite fame Kristen and i used to work together and joseph worked with us for a while um, yeah and that was that was a long time ago but that was a, that was a good time we gotta get we gotta get the gang all back together at a site one day um but yeah, you, I just I write things. I like Monster Hunter. I'm here. I'm ready to talk about hunting. You're very you're very sweet, Jesse. You're very nice. <laughs> right and, back uh, at you, bud. Just to introduce this, uh, we did receive a review code of Monster Hunter Rise uh, for Active Quest. I don't know if uh, Grayson, Jesse, you received one at all. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we loved it. Okay, we like yeah, to, like to disclose that just so people know, you know, it's up yeah. front and everything. So, totally so fair. thank you for Capcom for that. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing I want to discuss is what is your history with Monster Hunter? Like for me, this is my first game, and I'm thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoying it. Like I tried to get into World before, couldn't do it. I tried to get into Monster Hunter Three Ultimates on the Wii U, 
couldn't get it. <clears throat> so um, what what about Monster Hunter really draws you in, and why have you kept be, how why have you been invested in the series for so long? Uh, uh, Grayson, you want to go? Grayson, uh, yeah, sorry. yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I, I actually started playing a Monster Hunter on the PSP back in the day with um, Monster oh, Hunter nice. Freedom Unite, which I, t- I forget technically if that game is a port of like the first game or the second game, but it's that was the first one I played. It was introduced to me by a friend, and he's the one who kind of showed me the ropes of how Monster Hunter works, which is kind of something I really like about the series, where I think it's really all about learning from the veterans, learning from the people who have this experience, who was that was passed on by someone else and someone else and someone else. That I feel like that's why the game doesn't really explain a lot of things to you or item descriptions or how to get things. It's sort of like this communal experience where it's almost like being a kid at a playground and people are telling you these secrets. Right. Like, hey, you know, you can do this, you know, you can do this. And like people have been posting things like that on Twitter. And that's been so cool to see stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I played Freedom Unite. I, um, I played a lot of Monster Hunter 3. <laughs> Uh, try on the Wii, a little bit of Try Ultimate, and I actually skipped uh, the the uh, 3DS game, so I didn't really play a lot of Four or Generation Ultimate. I just didn't like the feel of not having like the dual con- the dual analog controls, basically. Uh, um, yeah, and then I played a lot of World and Iceborne, and yeah, I love Rise. <laughs> I've played it a lot uh, so far, so I I think it's really great. Did you play like thirty or forty hours of the beta or something like that? Yeah, so I I put in probably like forty hours in the, de- <laughs> in the demo, awesome. just fighting pretty much just fighting against one monster, uh, the Magnamalo. And um, I think mm-hmm. yeah, I, I played a lot of that. I'll talk did, about. Did it carry over to the full game? No, no, I don't think so. Carries oh, okay. over. <laughs> just I'm a maniac. Hey, you, got some, you got some items yeah. for like participating in the demo. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a crazy. But player. yeah, you know they carried over. So Grayson was just. Hungry for Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a diehard fan. Now, how about you, Jesse? Uh, so, my history of Monster Hunter is a little weird. Um, I knew nothing about the series. And then I got a 3DS when Pokemon X and Y came out. And it was the only game I had on the 3DS for, like, the longest time. And then one day I was like, let me just, like, go through the 3DS shop. And I guess, I think it was Monster Hunter 4 was on the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, like, I bought that knowing nothing about monster hunter oh no nothing about the game played it for like an hour and was like i i suck at this i have no idea what this game is and then i remember like like putting it like just completely deleting it off my 3ds uh being like this game sucks um and then like a month or two later i like re-downloaded it and like looked up a bunch of stuff on the internet and like actually kind of understood some of it never really clicked with me uh, then World obviously came out and gave that a chance, and that was kind of like the streamlining that I needed. And um, coming mm-hmm. into a game fresh with a bunch of people I knew who were playing it, um, a co-op aspect was more of what I needed. So I played through Rise, played through most of Iceborne. I don't think I ever finished it. Um, I, sorry, World and then Iceborne, and then I'm all in on Rise. I think I'm like eighty-five-ish hours Whoa, in Rise. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, like max hunter rank, like I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm literally waiting for the the update in whatever it is, two weeks. Nice, cool, cool. Yeah. And uh, you, Joseph? Yeah. So I, my first one was uh three ultimate on the Wii, or sorry, on the 3ds, which is basically Grayson. It, it, that's just an enhanced version of Try, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and so then uh, I got it on Wii U, and the Wii U has this really cool feature it did with the 3ds, where you could carry your save over from 
3ds to wii u so i put like 300 hours into the wii u version wow um and it just man it really grabbed me uh and then i played a little bit of four played a little bit of generations played a lot of world so i've i've played pretty much all the recent entries and then rise i feel like is absolutely fantastic um and i think one of the great things it does is um streamlines a lot of the multiplayer aspects which uh, which as grayson just uh, talked on is so important you know that that uh idea of working with another player not just literally playing cooperatively but talking to one another and and all that so yeah i've i have a pretty rich history with monster hunter and for me yes this is my first one and something i think we've learned uh, so far is that when you're starting monster hunter for the first time you should have someone knowledgeable in the series to show you the ropes right and without joseph teaching me i don't think i would be as much into this game as i am right now um so uh first thing i want to mention first thing i want to talk about is the are the new gameplay mechanics uh so you have uh, a new pet the palamute yeah what what do you think of this uh new pet that you can play as there's really no other option besides palamute can all of you play another Monster Hunter if they don't include the Palamute? No. I don't think I can. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it has to be in every Monster Hunter now. Yeah, it's too, yeah, it's I, too good. Unless it's they find tough. a way to change traversal in, in a different way, because but... it, it completely changes the way you traverse those environments. Yeah, yeah. right. Like the fact Not... that you can get on your Palamute and sharpen your weapon and drink a potion, it just it it alleviates a lot of the like unnecessary downtime. Right. When the monster yeah. runs away. Where it's like, no, like while I'm on my way to the monster, I can still do everything I need to do. And like it just it just speeds everything up to a point where like I feel like I never I feel like any if they get rid of the Palamute, it's like taking a step back. Right. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's that was one of the things. Well, (laughs) Monster Hunter has a lot of like little quirks. And one of the things is that it's it's slow in many regards, not just literal gameplay, but like the menus and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I feel like the Palamute, aside from the fact that they're absolutely adorable. Also uh, that. Which, <laughs> is, which is just as important, Jesse. <laughs> you are not wrong by any it's means. It's not more like, important. Um, my Palamute has a unicorn horn. Like, oh, I am- God, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So like, so like, yeah, although I feel like, you know, Monster Hunter World looks better and has, you know, some does things a little bit better. I don't know that I would enjoy it as much, at least in terms of getting from A to B without the Palamute. So that's, I think that's a great point, Jesse. Yeah, it like uh, I don't think I could go back to prior Monster Hunter game now that I'm interested in the series just because it doesn't have the Palamute. Right. Um, I, I can I can't imagine how slow the gameplay would have been before. <laughs> yeah. Without it. Um, and I love how like you can ride the Palamute, then like go into a boss, jump off the Palamute, and then just go for like an air <laughs> yeah, strike. That's like ten so feet in the air yeah. and then just slam down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So rewarding. <laughs> what about the uh, the wire bug though? The wire bug, I feel. Yeah, like the wire really bug cool. lets you do that as well, and that's another new feature in the game. And I think it's an improvement on the traversal, right? So you can get to places much faster. Um, it kind of, it's kind of like a sick kind of animation where you could just like bounce off a wall and then go back <laughs> on it and then get to the higher platform. So what, what do you guys think of that new mechanic? Oh, I, I absolutely love the wire bug mechanic. That's probably my, my favorite thing about this game. It just has changed everything in regards to not just traversal, but 
uh, combat too, because those silk bind attacks that you can do are so powerful for every single weapon, and they're so freaking yeah. satisfying. Uh, like it never gets old. Um, and just being, they, they literally Breath of the Wild, you know, Monster Hunter a little bit, because you can just climb <laughs> anything, pretty much any single thing in the these levels, and it's it's so different from past Monster Hunter games because you're just stuck on the ground and you don't you're not you do not go anywhere. You know, right. World had a little bit of that verticality. But it was a little bit, they went a little bit overboard with that because it will take so long to find these monsters. And I guess we'll talk about it later, but they streamline so many elements of the series that just make things so snappy and so fast. And like, they understand that people are playing this on a portable system. So it's like, you get in and get out really fast, which is something I actually really oh, liked about this. That's one. that's so obvious, I'd, but I didn't make that connection. That's probably yeah. why so many things are streamlined because it's meant to be portable. Yeah, duh. Okay. <laughs> And it makes it more accessible for the mainstream audience as well, which I think Capcom are looking forward to. Right. Um, yeah. Because me, I, I can't. I'm I'm impatient. <laughs> mm-hmm. If if something is faster to do, I'm more willing to check it out. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. In the in the old school Monster Hunter games, there was no track. There was no way to know where the monster was at unless you threw an item called a paintball. A paintball. On it. Yeah. yeah, and the paintball can wash off by itself, and you had no idea where the monster is, so you actually would have to go and hunt it and look through every single area, which took forever. Uh, and then World uh, had the world had the, little, the tracking system, which is, which is kind of cool, but it still took a while for you to find the monsters at the end of the day sometimes. Do you have any critiques uh, of this uh, wire system? Like, Do you think there could be improvements? Um, I do. I don't... Oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. Hi, Jesse Vitelli over here. I would like to lodge a formal complaint with the wire bugs. You're going to uh, write them a letter. <laughs> I, I, The pen is mightier than the sword, my friend. Um, no, so I'm a little... I like the wire bugs for traversal, and I like them for combat mostly. So I feel like some of the silk bind attacks are kind of useless for certain weapons. Like, for instance, like the, the light bow gun, or I'm sorry, the heavy bow gun. One of the attacks is like, it like grounds you to do like a counter shot. And I have never found a situation where that is useful. Mm. Uh, whereas in like the other silk bind is just like a dash. Like it just gives you a little bit of mobility. And I feel like that that's just kind of like a wasted thing because this, the wire bug already gives you mobility. So I feel like the, the heavy bow gun didn't get anything interesting out of the silk bind attacks. Uh, whereas in like the hunting horn has the earth, uh, earth sh- shaker i think it's called where like you you hit the the thing in the head and you like do like explosive damage like it's powerful and i just feel like some weapons have really cool silk bind attacks and like some weapons kind of like when i play with the heavy bowgun i don't use any of the silk bind stuff because i have not found situations where it does anything for me and so mm. i wish and i hope that like maybe as they kind of like continually roll stuff out for this game that like Maybe new silk bind stuff is something that gets added. Like maybe all the weapons get a third thing. Like you have the switch skills. Like maybe you can swap out your silk bind attacks or something. Oh, There's room idea. for improvement on that, but mm-hmm. I just think that like some of the silk bind attacks are hit or miss. But as as for the the wire bug traversal stuff, I have no complaints there. I think that's like you y'all have said, it's an excellent addition. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So with, with this game, do do you think there's anything else new that you'd like to bring up? Um, because I'm a newcomer, right? So I don't know exactly what's new and what's not. Yeah, so um, one thing I really like is just being able to immediately join into a, a, a hunt, like uh, for a specific hunt. I think that's new, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know that that's... Mm, I, I so it's it's kind of... It, it's streamlined, I, I think I would say. Yeah. Because 
in world you used to be able to go to the bounty board and right. pick the hunt that you want to do but the hang up there was if the person you were trying to join hadn't seen the cutscene for the monster yet, <laughs> you couldn't join until they watched the cutscene. Oh, okay, so gotcha. if you were grouped up with friends and one of your friends was doing the mission for the first time, oh, they no. would have to go in solo, watch the cutscene, and then send up a flare. <laughs> and then you the flare super right, annoying. Right, right. Yeah. Which in Rise, that's why they separated the single player single and the player multiplayer yeah. quests. Yeah. Because everyone can just join up in the hub and do the thing, and it doesn't affect any of the story stuff, okay. despite the fact that there's story in the gathering hub later. <laughs> yeah. th that makes no sense, but right. that they streamlined that a lot for sure. Okay, something with the single player content as well. I think that's over tutorializing, at, because like the pacing is really bad with the story mode. I think. So like, I was gonna fact, I was yeah. gonna ask you about that because you're you're a newcomer to yeah. the series. Uh, and so I found, even as somebody who's played a lot, like there's a lot of menus in the beginning. Of the oh game. my god! Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be a Did you feel off. overwhelmed? Yeah, yeah. Totally. And after, like yeah. after everything you do, it's like mm -hmm. here's the tutorial for this, and then you go do another thing. Here's five pages of tutorial here. Like, oh yeah. man, no, everybody has to talk feel, to you about something. You, Did you both feel that um, you absorbed any of that information, or did it all kind of just like wash over you? Uh, it was. Yeah. It was more helpful, like, Joseph was more helpful than the game, in my brain. <laughs> because all that information is, like, goes in one ear, then comes out the other. Mm. You know, 100%. if they did more practical kind of, like, ways of teaching the player, rather than just mm -hmm. giving you, like, walls of text, I think it would have been much more oh, yeah. successful. I think for the next entry, like, in terms of... Um... Uh, like an evolution of streamlining things that's the next thing is yep. instead of walls of text like more, a more practical or more like hands-on way of doing a lot of that stuff i think would be helpful while we're on the topic of like things that we want to see improve in monster hunter there, there is something i want to mention like the ui i feel like the menu design is super sloppy and feels old-fashioned in a way like for me like you shouldn't have to she like um put back your weapon and then drink a potion you know like it, it just it That's... feels clumsy like multiple button presses just to do one thing and like in yeah. a in a really <laughs> tense situation you know what i mean like it what if like a boss is right near you and you're waiting <laughs> to like get rid of your weapon so you can heal like it's you know it's kind of ridiculous right grayson i risk. feel like yeah, Grayson, I, I, I think you have a lot to say. <laughs> I, it's it's so it's so hard to talk about that because I want I I you know on one side it, it'll, you can streamline things a little bit, but I think the more that you do that, the the more you take away the essence of like what right. Monster Hunter is because it's supposed right. to be it's kind of supposed to be clunky and supposed to be like you have to hold the L button and then like scroll through the items and like press Y to use like a potion. And yeah. like you said, there are some weapons that you can't um, you have to sheath your weapon before using an item. And then there's some weapons that you can, uh, you know, use an item, but it's maybe like a weaker weapon. I don't know. It's just there are things like that that I like about Monster Hunter because I, I had some, um, I had some issues with the game's difficulty, and I, I think I still do now that I'm like at the last uh, hunter rank, where the I don't know what what it was. I don't know if it's because I played the demo so much, but the game felt very easy. Like even now I'm 70 hours yeah. in, I still now I'm kind of hitting the, this point where I'm like, okay. I have to rethink my armor sets and stuff. But like until this point, I was not really worrying about having the best armor. I was kind of just messing around with different weapons and never felt like the game was too difficult. It was it felt a little bit too on the easy side. 
Uh, and at one point I was like, oh, it's kind of cool for new players because they can feel like they can get through this right. game and not feel like they hit, a, they hit a wall, which is what happens in past Monster Hunter games. There's always a point where like, oh shit, like this game is hard as fuck now where you really have to like, <laughs> you really have to like, it's not, you have to pick like the best armor. You have to make sure everything's upgraded. Um, right. But there is, you know, there are updates coming and those monsters are sure to be like super challenging. So I have high hopes for the for that content. Um, but that's just something that I've, I've been thinking about and what I mentioned in my review, which I, yeah, talked about. Yeah, I just, I, I just had a fight with Raphalos, right? <clears throat> and like when he spews out his fire, you get like burned and then <clears throat> he deals an incredible amount of damage, right? So it's kind of ridiculous to have like an antidote and then do the potion. <clears throat> Oh, I don't because... know. It's just it's crazy. I mean, did, I mean, did you feel? Do do how did you feel about the game's difficulty um, going in? Like, did every did every feel challenging, or did it feel like it feels right? Honestly, okay. to me, uh, just because of your co-op partners helping you out, yeah, um, I, I think that kind of removes the difficulty in a way, and you learn from other players as well, even though you're not talking to them via voice chat, which should mm-hmm. be a feature in this game, but like the Switch, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I it felt natural to me. I was learning the patterns from the monsters, and once I finally beat one, it felt, um, you know, rewarding. Mm-hmm. And then I also felt that part, part of why I love this game is the sense of progression. Because now that I have better armor from the fo- from the creatures I've fallen, right. Like I can go back to the prior creatures, like the one star, and just absolutely kick their ass. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and that's that's the best feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the guardians in Breath of the Wild. That's what I think. Yeah, about right. a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse, what did you think of the difficulty? <clears throat> so I found the single player stuff extremely easy. Um, oh. I felt I felt like I was rolling through it, but I also feel that because a lot of those monsters I've fought before, so I they they didn't really change up in Rise all that much. Yeah, that's a good. So point. it's like yeah. I, I knew how to fight a good, especially those early one, two, and three stars. Right. Like with the exception of Magnamalo, like none of them posed a challenge, and even Magnamalo, not to like toot my own horn, but like <laughs> the, I beat him on my first try. And like wasn't super difficult i got my Um, ass kicked (laughs) so so the thing was i like i had built up in my head that that fight was going to be super difficult and so i was i had like stocked up i had like grinded like gotten like max every like item i could in my inventory like i was ready to go and i used like four or five mega potions and that (laughs) thing was done i was like popping uh, mega demon drug like i was buffing myself i was doing all sorts of crazy stuff and I just wiped the floor with him. Nice. Um, but then I got into the hunt, the the hunter rank stuff, the gathering hub, and that's where I started to encounter some really difficult stuff because not only are those high rank fights like difficult, but like you're playing with four people, and so the the fights scale to how many people there are playing. And right. so when you're playing with four people, you have teammates, which is great because you know they'll create a distraction for you to go heal, or they'll drop a life powder or something. They'll heal you. You know, you got your palamutes all there. But then at the same time, like when you're going up against um, like a Gosarog or something, some of those attacks are nasty and will mm. mess you up. And so many times, like either I got hit by something I shouldn't have and died or like my teammates all died and we had to start over and stuff like yeah. that. And so once you started introducing other people, I found it to get a little more difficult. Um, but I also would not have been able to do those fights on my own because of how that, difficult they were. That was my main complaint um, with the Magnamolo because... Yeah, I felt like it was attainable, 
but then like once we really got our <laughs> mm-hmm. got yeah. it going, people started dying. I'm like, yeah. God. Just stop. <laughs> just like, don't so die. I was just trying. I was trying to join randoms, and I, they kept dying. And like te- the tenth time, finally, I finally uh, beat him. But man. I took a lot of friends through that fight in the yeah. in the gathering hub because there, there's a there's a gathering hub version of that fight, right? And so I took a lot of friends through it, and I was always like, just stay back. Daddy's got this. <laughs> and like, I, I was fighting it. I was like, and I was like, okay, okay, you're getting hurt. Go run away. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with him. And like, nice. I just, I just kind of let them come back. And, and then once, once they, they killed him, killed it once, and they saw all the attacks and they knew what they were looking for, that fight becomes much easier once you notice all the tells and you know what to look out for. Man, it's so crazy because I hear all these people talk about how hard that fight is, but like, I, I just breeze through it. And I think it's because I use a bow. I'm a bow user. And I literally just like stood there and just unloaded on him and like, just dodge a little. And then like, I don't know. I think I'm playing it like way differently than a lot of people are because I'm a bow user. And like, I've like pretty much only used the bow for like 60 hours or however long I've played it. Um, And so, and so like uh, uh, the other people who are like up in their face, I feel like they're experiencing a lot more difficulty. Yes. Versus me. Yeah, exactly. Versus me. Who's literally just sitting in the back and not even taking any, (laughs) because I'm just, I'm like way far away. And then if I see him coming towards me, I just roll. So I don't know that I'm like cheesing. It's not, it's, it's totally not cheesing, but I'm just, I feel like I'm experiencing this game way differently than a lot of people who are using melee weapons. And, and that's where that replayability comes in. You have so many different weapons at your disposal um, that you could grind and get better like equipment for that specific category. Right. And that that's where the replayability comes in. Because mm-hmm. boss battles feel different based on what weapon you're using, right? Yeah. Um, so what are the best weapons for you, oh, that you've played. Um, let's ask uh, the Monster Hunter Daddy, <laughs> Je- Jesse Vitelli. Hunting Horn. Yeah, yeah. Hunting Horn. Hunting yeah. Horn. I've, I'm a Hunting Horn user through and through through all the games. Yeah. Like that is my that is my weapon. Tell us about the Hunting Horn because it's, it's very unique. Oh, okay. So the Hunting Horn in previous games uh, was uh, like a pretty high high not necessarily high skill, but like it, it just took it. You had to rewire your brain to understand how that weapon works because it's a support weapon first and foremost. So every attack does like a note and those notes correspond to songs. And so when you would hit the right combination, you would then trigger like a buff for you or your teammates and each weapon like within the hunting horn skill tree has a different set of buffs on it. And so like, it could be like a self uh, self improvement buff, or it could be like a, a health regeneration or attack and defense up or earplugs, which is probably one of the more useful ones. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so in rise, they've kind of refined it a little bit. And so it's way easier to get off all of your buffs because you can do what they call the Magnificent Trio, which is you hit <laughs> X, I think it's X, A, and then X, A together. And then you get a, a ZR prompt that spins around and you hit, when you hit the uh, the horn, it hits all three buffs for all your teammates. Nice. And so you can, you can just keep pushing out those buffs and build up a meter to then do something called Infernal Melody, which is like a more powerful version and ups everyone's attack. So I'm just over there like spinning my giant poison saxophone, like, like <laughs> playing notes and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. While Joseph's like 400 miles away shooting a bow at <laughs> exactly. Magnolia. And, and Grayson's like up in the air with a hammer or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great what you just described. That's a great picture of why this game is so I feel like interesting because there are so many different ways to play. Uh, Grayson, what what's your weapon of choice? 
Uh, so I, I usually play with a great sword. I played the great sword in three and world and iceborne. Like I would not change, but something about rise made me want to try more out, try out more weapons. So I'm also like been like a hunting horn main actually. Uh, nice, at, yeah. the, at the beginning though, I was using, uh, I've been using the hammer, great sword and dual blades. I kind of switched between these, those four weapons. The long range stuff just kind of scares me. Uh, and, uh, some of the other weapons are just like, I don't, I haven't really learned yet. Um, but those four are like my favorites, but they, the hunting horn is so good. It's so good. It's so powerful. <laughs> yeah. So from what I've seen online, a lot of people are gravitating towards the hunting horn. And I was very surprised by that because as Jesse said, it was previously a little bit more difficult to use and the newcomers wouldn't really use it because it was heavy mm -hmm. and slow and all that. So yeah, it's really fascinating that so many people are using that. Chris, uh, what are you using? Uh, I'm using the long sword. Nice. How do you like it? I'm loving it, dude. Like there's this like really sick kind of, I think silk move you called it. Mm -hmm. That's let's see like, like uh, get re ready. And then you do like a spiral attack and which is, Really sick, okay. really, the spinning move. I love. I have it. not anime. messed with the longsword in this game. Yeah, at all, yeah. yeah. It is. It, it feels awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I love how anime it is. Exactly. Like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> so and it good. just feels so satisfying. Just a hack, like at the the enemy with like this really long kind of like um, overhead attack. Right. Um, yeah, really enjoying it. Um, yeah, that that's my main weapon right now. I did, I did try the the bow. Um, oh, wait, no, it wasn't the bow, it was a long gun, and I had mm. a bit of fun with that too, so I might be um, delving into that soon, but right now I'm focusing on the longsword just because that's my weapon of choice, and I'm upgrading the weapons to uh, a sufficient um, uh, offense, you know, like oh, yeah. <laughs> offensive stat. Um, but yeah, I, I did want to get into this, because like, it's probably the mo mo main, like the most important element of a Monster Hunter game, like the bosses. Like, what were your favorites to fight? What were your um, least favorite? Um, so, yeah, let's go with you, Grayson. Uh, Gosharag, the one that Jesse mentioned earlier, is a really cool monster. And the fight is really fun. I think, I'm pretty sure he's brand new. I don't think he's he been is. in a, another Monster Hunter game before. Uh, but, yeah, he's so cool because he starts off just like it's a regular monster, like swinging at you. And then he'll get, like, these ice claws and start breathing, what, like, ice? Is there be fire, right, or something? He, honestly, I think it's both. I think at some point it's, he he's honestly way. like he gets the ice like board, that character from hand. My Hero. Actually, there's <laughs> a fire nice. Yeah, exactly. That's a cool fight. Kezu is also one of my favorites. Uh, oh yeah, Kezu is great for a while. No. He's, he's just a gross no. looking worm him. thing, and he's fun to fight. I um, he freaks I, me I out. I do. I, I do like team. how they. I'm glad they brought back a lot of the, the classic monsters. Like I love. Um, the great Jagras, um, and Toby Kodachi and those monsters. So I think they did a pretty good job mixing blending in with the old with the new. So I was happy with that. The choices they made. And uh, you, Joseph? Yeah. So I think um in terms of like a like my favorite monster, you guys mentioned a couple that I really like. I actually really like the Lagambi. Um mm. and I, yeah. I I yeah. think that's a cool we'll fight for a lot of, for a lot of reasons. I really like the environment and how it's um, – I think that's one of the first uh, monsters you fight in the snow area. Yeah. But but I really love how it teaches you a lot, um, like the, the sliding attack that it does. That that shows that um, you even if you're far away from the monster, you still need to be like 
uh, aware of what it's doing and like watch its mm-hmm. movement patterns because it can slide right into you from from far away. Um, I also like how it's designed. I think it's really like cute and creepy at the same time. Um, the monster, I feel like I've been kind of struggling with. I don't know that I dislike it, but it's. I just feel like it's been kicking my ass. Is the I don't know how to say this Mizutsune Mizutsune. I don't. Am I saying that? Oh, right? I've been I've been pronouncing it Mizutsune or whatever. Mizutsune. Anyway, Mizutsune, yeah. Um, that the thing, I don't. That thing has been kicking my ass. That's that's the one. Like, like you guys mentioned Magnamalo. I didn't really have that many problems with that, but the but this thing, man, I've I don't I haven't beat it yet. Like, <laughs> wow. I don't know if I, I don't it know if I'm playing. Are, it spins around like crazy. Like, yeah. Can I can I say something? No, you're that not is my that. favorite. Oh. You were talking about favorite fights. That's my favorite monster in the entire game. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm doing this wrong, apparently. No, no, no. It's it's brutal. It's a brutal fight. I just love the design of that monster. Yeah. Once again, it I might think be it is down beautiful. It could be. Yeah, it could be. But what that what's... water jet attack? Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. It does so much damage. And the bubbles? They're those the bubbles. bubbles. Yeah. That and make you like you slip, like slip yeah. and slide and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch out for the bubbles, man. Yeah. So that thing's been been uh really like i don't know i think i'm i've hit a wall with that um but that's fascinating that it's like the one that i've been struggling with and yet it's your favorite um really cool oh it's, it's my favorite because i struggled so much with it oh okay so because it was the monster that also hit like i hit a wall with right. when i was doing uh gathering hub stuff that was the monster that like I had to try multiple and multiple and multiple times because we would get so close every time mm-hmm. and it would do that stupid water jet attack yeah. and like hit two or three people and that was the end of the fight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I just love, it's such like an elegant design. Mm-hmm. It, it, it And it's not, I don't think it's a new monster. I think, I think Mizutsune or Mizutsune, however you pronounce it, was in one of the other previous games, I, I believe. Um, but it's so, be- it's just, like, there's something about it that I just love. And like, as you're fighting it, it's like the, it's parts on its back are like coming off and it's feathers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's still just like producing bubbles. I'm still not sure what the red bubble that it produces does, but I always avoid it. Avoid that. Yeah, for sure. Don't know, it looks yeah. bad. Looks don't want bad. Any part red, of that. What if it, what if it heals you or something? I don't know. <laughs> <Could Who knows? laughs> Nobody's ever time, touched it. <laughs> every time I see it gear up to that water attack, I'm like, there's like a 60% chance this is the end of the fight. Oh no. Oh no. Chris, what about you? Any any monsters that were giving you problems or ones that you really liked? I, I really like the, the Gumby one that you mentioned. Uh, yeah. I thought it was funny and super creative. <laughs> and it's cute yeah. as well in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I really like the Magnamala fight. I know yeah. I said I had trouble with it, but you know I liked the challenge. It was interesting. There's, it had specific music attached to it, which was epic. Really good. Um, right. I, I just I just love every part of that fight, even though it's really challenging. Uh, my least favorite so far, Raphalos. I know yeah, it's probably is hard. That, that's, that's pro- <laughs> he's, he is annoying. <laughs> that flame attack is insane. It goes everywhere, you know. And you have to like again. You have to use an antidote and a potion <laughs> to to get back to normal, right? Um, also, I didn't like the Volvidon. Do you remember that one? Oh, the little the one that had yeah. Earth around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was so shell. hard to attack yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that one gave me problems too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's like, a fight. It, there's a fight where you have to do two of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that that those were those were tough for me. But have, have any of you fought the Zenogar? No. Yeah. The electric guy. Uh, no, yeah. I don't. He, I, he's I, annoying I, too. 
he's he's a high he's a higher rank fight he's he's a lot of fun but he's yeah. brutal when you get him like halfway to less than halfway he basically charges up with electricity and he just starts shooting like electric balls everywhere yeah. and it nice. gets real nasty but he looks so cool his design is awesome yeah so he's got he's like a lizard mixed with a I, I think he has a horn, maybe. Is he a horn? Yeah, he has like two, like two horns. I yeah. think on his, on his yeah, head. and he's, he's, and he's, he's a cool looking thing. And his tail like splits at the end. Yeah. Really yeah. cool, cool monster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, like when when you're grinding with these monsters, then do you think the armor sets are cool enough to warrant that? Like the hours and hours of grinding on like one particular monster. Depends on the monster and the set, I would say. If yeah. there's a, I rarely in these games do I grind for like aesthetic reasons. I will only grind monsters that have uh, armor sets with certain skills that I'm looking for. Mm. So, um, and one thing that you you kind of pick up as you, you as you play more is <clears throat> once you find a weapon, you usually there are skills that will help that weapon. So for instance, like the hammer, since you charge it up, you want to get earplugs because when a monster screams, earplugs negate you from getting stunned by it. So you can keep your hammer charge. Mm. So you start to find armor sets that have earplugs on them. And, and, and so I will grind to get the gear sets that I need. And I think, I think that's fair. Cause I think that's part of the gameplay loop. I think, I don't think yeah. I've had to grind more than a couple of fights to get some of these gear sets unless there's like a super low chance drop on the monster uh, like for the the part i need but uh i could imagine grinding out all of the gear sets would be pretty tedious yeah so (laughs) you mentioned the low drops in in three ultimate which is the game i played the most i mean some of those have like a one percent drop rate and like imagine these difficult fights plus on the wii u where there aren't that many people to play with it was kind of a nightmare um so in this i feel like it's a little better I've actually been struggling. I'm trying to find the name of this thing. B. It starts with a B. Uh, I don't know. Basarius. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I think you have to cut his tail for for one of the armor sets. And I've I've played that thing. I've I've probably done maybe twelve or fifteen fights, oh and God. I have not been because I'm using a bow, right? So yeah, like, you have do to, a like, sharp weapon. Right, I have I to like rely on other people to chop the tail, and like <laughs> I guess I should get Chris just... in there with the long sword. Yeah, I guess I yeah. Get Maybe, right yeah. Off. You can enlist me. I'll bring the dual blade. It's but... like, all right, Chris, just hit the tail, nothing else. <laughs> <Only Yeah. tail. laughs> I could do that. Um, but the one thing that's that, that I feel like is worth mentioning is the idea of of like um, I, I guess the the pacing of the of the leveling of your weapons, and so like. I feel like that could be different for a lot of people, depending on maybe skill level, familiarity with the series. Like you could grind a lot to get this armor set that you really like and still be like not prepared for a specific fight. Yeah. Um, depending on whether or not that, that armor set was like good to grind out to begin with, you know? And so right. like you, you wouldn't know that necessarily if it's your first time playing or whatever, if you're not familiar. And so then you just spent all this time grinding out this armor set that may not even be that great. It's kind yeah, of this weird that's thing. the thing. Like the game over tutorializes, but doesn't teach you like key things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like for example, like the earmuffs thing, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, like, you still need to do a lot of outside research. Yeah, <laughs> in in with Monster Hunter, which I've found, 
and, and not to get too much of a tangent, but like we talk about how accessible this game is because it's so streamlined, but like there's still, like you said, they're still missing key things in this game, right? Like yeah. they should explain to you, especially when you get to high rank and you get new armor sets that are harder to get. Like it should really teach you, Hey, before you invest a lot of time into getting an armor set, like you said, that might not even be useful. Right. Here are the things you need to know about your weapon and the <laughs> things that you should be looking for. The game yeah. does none of that. Yep. Exactly. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a double-edged sword. I think, like Grayson ah, was saying earlier, hey, <laughs> like, uh, like what Grayson was saying earlier, it's like that's like part of the Monster Hunter vibe is like figuring things out and being it kind of being clunky and menu-driven and sort of sort obtuse. of weird. But at the yeah. same, yeah, obtuse is, is a better way of saying that. Thank you. And but <clears throat> also at the same time, it's like no, like if I'm gonna put ten to fifteen hours into fighting these monsters, like. I would like some resource somewhere that's not buried in 50 menus to just like very casually explain to me, like even if it's like long sword pairs well with X, Y, Z. Right. That's yeah. it. Like it's, yeah. It should be as simple as that. Right. I wasn't even thinking about the aspect of the game. So now I'm going to be thinking about that. <laughs> when you get into high rank, I would recommend not the greatest way, but like just Google, like, Best armor sets, Monster Hunter Rise long swords or something, mm -hmm. and look at skills or armor sets that would be useful before you invest more time into grinding something. Do you guys have guides on that? I have some. Yes, um. <laughs> we have yeah. some. It's it, it, that it's a big undertaking. You got to get all the armor yeah. sets to figure well, out. Well, we have, we have some guides. It's a, it's a big sword, undertaking. Long sword builds, hammer builds, and stuff like that. Right. It's a big undertaking, and it's like is your audience gonna look at that like it's so i mean some audiences might but like for me like at digital trends i don't know that i feel like that audience is like that that idea would be so niche right true so it's like right does it warrant the time does it warrant the time need, exactly yeah it's a lot of research um grayson what do you think of the of the armor upgrade or the weapon upgrade and armor upgrade process is it worth the grind all that yeah i think i think they've done a really good job with this one because i've I, I don't know where I read it, but I, I know Capcom specifically said that they made um, getting certain armor sets and weapons a little bit easier and getting those materials. Mm -hmm. You don't have to grind as much as you did before, yeah. which I appreciated. And for the first time in a Monster Hunter game, I was finding, I haven't been doing it as much now, but when I was first playing the first like 40 hours, I was trying to get like every armor set that I could, uh, regardless of its skills. It was mostly for aesthetics for me. And then now I'm more focused on skills a little bit more. But like I was like, ooh, I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. And I was, since I was doing so many of the same quests over and over, playing with friends and stuff, I was, I just had the materials. But then I got broke very fast, which is the situation yeah. I'm in now. <laughs> so I'm finding myself having to Google, like, you know, the best way to farm, you know, money, the fastest yeah. way, Monster Hunter. And I've done, I've been doing that to try to get my money back. But man, like once you get to high rank, getting an armor set, or just getting a piece of armor or two, you like, you get broke really fast. Close to 10k um, a piece at that point. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. So now I'm kind of uh, picky with my armor sets. But um, yeah, I, I felt, I just feel like it's way easier to get the things you need. Um, like you don't have to, you, you won't be fighting the same monster 20 times to get something, you know? Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> so Monster Hunter Daddy, I, I think like uh, one thing that some of us haven't covered yet is the story. Um, is it worth going for it or just sticking to the multiplayer? It's it's weird because and and I don't know if, if if everybody else had this experience, but when you 
I, I guess kind of spoilers. I don't know if if that's <laughs> on the table or not. I, I like I, I don't know, but like the game rolls credits very early. Oh yeah, really? You when you when you beat Magnamalo in the single player, the game rolls credits, but the game is not over by any stretch of the imagination. Right. It makes no sense. They're like, we did it, and the credits roll, and it's showing you all these characters who like haven't spoke, and you're like, I what? What is this? Like, what? like I I thought I was being trolled. I was like, what is this? What is this? And then like they're like, okay, you made it to high rank, great job, keep going. And then you you progress through the gathering hub because that's like the next step. And then they start rolling out more story, and I'm like, why did you roll credits five hours ago? <laughs> and I think the story like takes an interesting turn. Yeah. Like post the credits and like they start introducing like so here's the thing about Monster Hunter. There's always the flagship monster, which is Magnamalo or in World it was Nergigante. But then there's always like a bigger monster to fight. There's always like a another thing yeah. looming in the distance. And so when they introduce that other thing that is looming in the distance, you're like, oh, oh, this is really cool. Why did we roll credits? I don't understand <laughs> how we got here. Um so I think the story does some interesting things later. I think the early stuff they don't really do anything, and then they oh, yeah. have the audacity to roll. The audacity. <laughs> the other thing that's worth bringing up too is like I don't know that a lot of people are playing Monster Hunter for the story. Yeah, like also true. Some, some people probably are, but like honestly, if they had no cutscenes, I would probably be fine. <laughs> like I personally would be fine. Yeah, yeah that's a good jump of set in the scene though. I, get, I like I the monster stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the monster yeah. intros are awesome. Right. Yeah. Cool. I don't care about anything else. But yeah, like I don't need to know why we're t- wanting to hurt to kill the monster. Just let me kill yeah. the monster. That's it's fine. like adding a story to Rocket League. Like no one's ever going to do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just want to go in there and smash the balls. The Look at the car's yeah. character development. It's like no. Narrative-based <laughs> uh, car racing game. So guys, uh, we're running a bit long. So, are there any uh, pros and cons you want to bring up before we go? Fix the menu. This game, this yes. game is gorgeous and is like somehow just plays magically, wonderfully well in multiplayer. Uh, I know Capcom's using the, the RE engine for this, and it's just like you think playing with four people at a time fighting against four monsters that once would like cause you know frame drops, and there are some occasionally, but. Otherwise, the game runs like butter, and it 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 continues to amaze me even after like said the seventy hours that I played, or I guess a hundred now if you count the the demo. You know, the I demo. just like I, it's beautiful. Man, the online it, also holds up. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And that for the Nintendo Switch, that's a that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a miracle. Miracle, yeah. <laughs> Man, and and Grayson, it's so um, um I'm so happy because. In the in one of the first demos they put out, it was like almost unplayable because of the. Yeah. the oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that, like the, the frame rate or something. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that was being and and whenever you would try to play online, it was like down to less than like five frames a second or something. It was like Ooh. unbearably. Like it was, you a, it was just a slideshow, it. pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and I can so, PowerPoint. Yeah, and so that's why I didn't play the demo that much. I was like, oh okay, this this game's gonna be total like unplayable online gotcha and then yeah when you play online on this thing in the actual final release yeah it's like it's amazing like so surprising yeah so surprising how how well it works like you see the other players kind of like artifacting every once in a while like Mm -hmm. appearing from one place to another but you know it's something it it it's manageable you know what you know it doesn't really affect the experience that much 
Yeah. It's and it's weird to think like okay, this game has so much going on and it runs as well as it does and then other games with less going on run Pokemon. half yeah, like <laughs> run Gosh. half as good. Like I just <laughs> I mean, I'm not a game developer so this is like I've I don't know. I don't know. But it's I, like how does that happen? How does this game run so well and is so complicated and like other games aren't? I don't know. But for, for me, the graphics, they're good for the Switch, but like the art style doesn't really pop out for me. You know what I mean? Like, I, it looks a little bit grey sometimes. Mm-hmm. Look, you, know, you know, like, it's not a yeah, lot some of, of those detail in the character models. Are a little but rough. they do the job, and the creatures look amazing. So that's mm-hmm. all that really matters, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um were we doing pros and cons, I think? Yeah. What we were doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I think pros, obviously, the, the way it streamlines things. The I mean, we've mentioned a whole bunch of new features that it does that, that makes it easier for newcomers. Um, Con-wise, yeah, it's so tough. The, I mean, the, the discussion of, like, do you make it less clunky to make it feel better? Well, then you're, it's not really Monster Hunter, but then that becomes a whole discussion of, like, gatekeeping almost. It's not exactly gatekeeping, but it's... It's it. It kind of reminds me of like the Dark Souls difficulty discussion, you know. Yeah, I I, I do want to ask that. Do you think they could add two different modes to the menu system, like a refined version or like a traditional version? Like, do you think that see, would satisfy both? I, I feel like hmm. I can see them going down that route eventually because they. I feel like they they keep they keep they keep streamlining it with every new entry, right? So I feel like I could have potentially see like a classic mode you know like a normal like an easy not easy mode but classic or like new mode or something where like this is going to be way more accessible for people there's no sheathing there's no like you can take web items whenever you want and then you have a classic mode for like the hardcore fans i mean i can see that happening and i feel like there's no real reason to argue against that you know if you have if you have what you want what's the problem you know what i mean Right. right and especially since it's not competitive like yeah pvp huh Interesting. Um, the other thing that I thought that was kind of weird was the uh, the rampage stuff. We haven't even talked about that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like it. it. I thought it was a cool idea, and like sometimes it was pretty fun, and like it felt like epic. I know it's kind of an overused word, but it was like holy shit, this is so cool. But other times I was just like, why is this here? What is what is what's the purpose of this? Jesse, I see your gears turning there. What do you, what did you think of the rampage? Uh, I thought it was incredibly boring single player and tedious, uh, but I think if you play it with friends, uh, mm-hmm. it's a little bit better. It's a little more fun, but ultimately it's kind of just like a gimmick, right? It's mm-hmm. just like yeah. there, it's this game's gimmick. And it's like, a, um, it, it's a tower defense basically where you're yeah. guarding, you know, the, uh, your base from the monsters that keep coming. Yeah. And you could put down like, like cross, like ballistas and cannons and stuff. Uh, one thing I will say that's kind of cool about the Rampages, especially the later ones, is you will fight difficult monsters, like Apex versions of them. And basically, it's tower defense at the start, but then when the monster shows up, it destroys all the tower defense stuff. And it basically just becomes a normal fight. Uh, and okay. those monsters are really tough, and that's really yeah. cool. But I kind of wish they just got rid of the tower defense stuff and let me fight the monster. Yeah. Right. And then at that point, why even go through all the Rampage stuff? Just let me fight the monster exactly. normally anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I also enough. like it doesn't feel natural to put put down objects like the tower defense yeah. stuff into the map. Like when I first tried it, I had no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, so the tutorials didn't really work for me. Yeah, um, yeah. 
But um, I think that's it. Time's up. So yeah, we uh, got to wrap it. Yeah, Joseph, it. Uh, where can people find you? Well, um, Chris, thank you for hosting, first of all. Um, I tried. And thank you, everybody, for, for coming. This was really fun. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden. You can find my work at Digital Trends, uh, Games Radar, The Escapist, a bunch of other places. Uh, and I do have some Monster Hunter coverage that you can check out at Digital Trends as well. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Grayson, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Grayson Morales. Um, you can find my writings at GameRant.com. And uh, I, I also have a podcast. I haven't put out an episode in a while. But it, it is the Positive Players Podcast, and you can find that on Twitter and Instagram and any of the major podcast uh, streaming services. I think Joseph's still mad at you that he's not a guest on that yet. <laughs> he's, well, about, he's about to be. We're planning something. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think I was invited, and then and then I don't know. I don't know what happened. Same. Got tired. Got tired. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I got very tired. <laughs> and Monster Hunter Daddy, Jesse Vitelli. Where, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com at Jesse Vitelli, J-E-S-S-E-V-I-T-E-L-L-I, where you can read my latest musings about how Gilmore Girls and Persona 5 are the same thing. Oh, um, man. <laughs> it's a really bad awesome. Twitter thread. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also find my writing at primagames.com. Uh, and that's about it. I don't have a podcast or really anything else. I kind of just exist. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. I really yeah, appreciate thanks it. for yeah. coming, guys. Uh, it was great to get your insights. I'm glad we had uh, had you on. Um, for, as for me, uh, you can find my work at uh, The Gamer, uh, Retroware, and Tech Raptor. Um, I'm on Twitter at Penwell Writes. And uh, this week, you can read my review on Ash Walkers, uh, an yeah. indie game that's uh, kind of like a D&D kind of thing set in like a sci-fi kind of landscape, which is really cool. And then Before Your Eyes, which is a unique game um, that has you blinking as a mechanic, like actually <laughs> your eyes actually blinking, uh, which is uh, really cool. And it's um, just a immersive kind of like um heart <laughs> it is it, it pulls out your heartstrings this game and i really recommend it uh, so read my review on both of those games and uh yeah you can find my podcast po- my hero academia podcast go beyond every wednesday um <laughs> and we uh vaughn hyde and i we uh go through the nitty-gritty details of each and every episode of the show and we compare the manga and the anime and we go into very in-depth discussions about the shonen jump uh hero anime so go check that out um so yeah thanks so much uh everyone for, for listening thanks uh, grayson thanks jesse thanks joseph for joining me and uh thank you capcom once again for sending us a review code our way our quest has completed and Hell we'll yeah. see you uh next week on the regular episode of active quest bye bye everybody bye, bye. bye.